All right. Welcome back to the morning show. May 29th. We're almost in June. Crazy. Slow day in sports yesterday, but I do have some things, of course, that I want to touch on. When do I not have things I want to touch on? I'm always thinking about sports. It's actually sick. So, we've got the New York Jets. What would make this year successful for them? Is it is it playoffs or bust for the New York Jets? What, what would make this a good season for them? We have boxing again, and it's very I'm very disappointed to bring it up because it's not a positive subject. Uh, we'll touch on why boxing sucks. And I, I, I knew this was going to happen. I tricked myself into thinking it wasn't going to happen, but it's happening. So we'll touch on that. And then we're going to wrap it up with the NBA Finals and how it has absolutely no juice this year and ESPN's embarrassing attempt to pump up the NBA Finals. It's really embarrassing. So let's start with the Jets. What may, what would make this season successful? You're already starting to hear some people talk about is it playoffs or bust? Do they need to make the playoffs? This kind of talk is only going to increase as we get closer and closer to preseason and September. So here's what here's what would be a great season for the Jets. You know, they just did a new regime change after potentially finding their franchise quarterback and they went, I think it was 4 and 12 last year. So is it playoffs or bust for them this year after, you know, getting Le'Veon Bell and, and you know, getting a few key pieces on defense? Drafting Quinn and Williams? No, it's not playoffs or bust. You know what it is? It's Sam Darnold or bust. The only way that this season is an, is a disaster or a failure for the Jets is if Sam Darnold stinks. If he turns out to be not the guy. Or if he gets hurt. Any, any combination of those three things and the season is a disaster and the direction of the franchise is also in not in a good place. So this year is the the year of Darnold. This is where we need to see that jump from year 1 to year 2. Tony Romo thinks that this jump is inevitable. He thinks he's going to be one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I tend to agree with him. Not because I'm a Jets fan, but because the last quarter of the season you saw a guy that could just lead an NFL football team from the quarterback position. He did it in a bunch of different ways with his legs, with his arm, with his playmaking ability. So this year isn't about the playoffs for the New York Jets. That would be a great. That would be awesome. That would be the cherry on top, the icing on the cake, if they somehow were able to squeak into the playoffs. The schedule's average. I don't think the schedule is like that difficult. But they're still, you know, they still have New England to get by and it's not this isn't the year to take over New England. Tom Brady listen, Tom Brady will retire. Tom Brady will retire. Give it give it another year. Maybe one or two. <laughs> Let's give it another year or two and it's fine. He's not playing till he's 50 years old. He might not even play till he's like another 2 years. I would be shocked if he's out there another 2 years. I just think I don't think it's possible. If 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 he's out there 2 years from now, they need to test him. For HGH, human growth hormone. 
they, he needs to be tested because there's no way that his body can last in the NFL season like this. Shame on the NFL for not uh, every NFL team for not putting him on his ass during a game and getting a good clean shot on him. Shame on the NFL for that. Even if it's even if it's after the whistle, you know these things happen. They happen to every quarterback, and they don't happen to Tom Brady. So that was a little side rant. The Jets need Sam Darnold to take the leap from year one to year two. If he doesn't, for whatever reason, this, the season is a failure. Anything after that doesn't matter. That's how important the quarterback is. The quarterback is everything on your team. So let's see the jump from Sam. We'll come back to this question probably like a couple more times before the season starts. Uh, you know, cross your fingers for no injuries for Sam. Protect the franchise. And let's just watch him slinging around. Boxing. Here's where things take a turn for for the ugly. Last night, Deontay Wilder announces he's fighting this guy, Ortiz, for the second time, I believe. Some guy named Ortiz. Now, if you're a hardcore boxing fan, you know who Ortiz is. But if you're also a boxing fan, you know who Anthony Joshua is and Tyson Fury if there's going to be, if there were supposed to be a rematch it's against Tyson Fury, Wilder messed up. I love Dante Wilder. He messed up. Him and his promoter messed up royally on this on this one. How are you not going to rematch Tyson Fury right now? And and why? And Anthony Joshua was fighting next week or this weekend. I think he's fighting this weekend, June first. I think it is. <coughs> how is how is how are you not going to wait? How are you not going to wait for the Anthony Joshua results to announce your next fight? And, and even get, leave the door open for a Joshua Wilder fight. I'll tell you what. This thing is never going to happen. And this is why boxing sucks so bad. Who, Wilder has no business fighting Ortiz. No business. And, if, and I think it's a rematch against him. And if it is, it's embarrassing. That is embarrassing. You have to fight Fury on a rematch. You can't do this. Boxing's terrible. This fight's never going to happen. This is Mayweather-Pacquiao again, just in the heavyweight division with with super fighters. Fights that everybody wants to see. Never going to happen. So I'm, I'm giving up on that. You know, I'm not watching the Wilder Ortiz fight. I'll watch his knockout. I'll watch his one-punch knockout on YouTube the next day. I'm not, I'm not paying money to watch Wilder fight. I The only fight I'm paying to watch boxing if you're listening the only fight that we want to see is wilder versus joshua or wilder versus fury we're not paying for anything else so get that fight going and i'll never watch a joshua fight unless it's against wilder i'll never watch anthony joshua fight a boxer unless it's against wilder i'll never pay for a joshua fight so joshua you need to fight wilder everybody needs to man up here and give the people the fights that they want ESPN, NBA Finals, zero juice. The NBA Finals has zero juice. Everybody knows it, but ESPN still needs to promote it. So they have Doc Rivers on yesterday saying that Kawhi Leonard is the closest thing to Michael Jordan they've ever seen. What the heck are we talking about? How? How is Kawhi Leonard the closest thing to Michael Jordan we've ever seen? How? How how do they compare? 
how do these guys compare in any way? Is there a comparison? I don't see it. I don't think there's a comparison. And that's after that's after ESPN manufactured this Kobe Bryant and Kawhi Leonard comparison. They really are trying to pump this finals up. So embarrassing how they're trying to do it. And they're disrespecting legends. They're disrespecting legends of the game while they do it. <coughs> yeah, the finals has no juice. Absolutely no juice. You can, you know, you can bend it any way you want to try to make it have juice. It's it's zero juice. You got three top ten NBA players against one. And if Kevin Durant comes back, that's four top ten NBA players against one. What do you think is gonna be the result? Like what do you think is gonna happen here? This is not the finals to start pumping up. We already had that eight years in a row at LeBron James. That was juice. Every single year was juice. Even though we knew the Warriors were probably going to beat him. Because it was one man against four top 10 NBA players. But it was LeBron and he was there every year, eight years in a row. That was enough juice. And he beat the Warriors once. So there was a slim, you know, glimmer of hope that he could maybe just Superman the, th- the whole thing and, and just put everything on his back and maybe do it again. Kawhi Leonard isn't a team carrier. This is the first playoffs where he's shown the ability to carry. But he's never seen anything like the Golden State Warriors. Like I said, if he gets one game, I'd be shocked. But there is no juice in this NBA Finals. Do not let ESPN lie to you and tell you otherwise. Zero juice. So should you watch the NBA Finals? No. You should watch the highlights. Should you get excited when the Raptors are up by 15 points at halftime? Absolutely not. That should worry you. You should turn it off if you see that at halftime. Don't turn it back on because the Warriors are winning that game. There's no juice here, people. There's no reason to be watching these NBA Finals. Will I be? Probably because I need something to talk about. And I, I love the game too much to not watch the Finals. That's disrespect to the game for me. But to say that there's any kind of juice and you need to make comparisons to two of the best players of all time with Kawhi Leonard, who averages 17 points a game for his career? Get that out of here. And he averages 19 a game in the playoffs? Stop it. Just stop with this. And Kawhi's a great player. But it's not fair to him to even be talking about this. Man. That's everything I had on my mind there. Alright? We'll do it again tomorrow. Thanks, guys.